We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered. The show that takes you home. The Homestretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City. 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Welcome to the Homestretch here, ESPN Kansas City. 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, 1510.com, and Facebook Live. Live in studio on a beautiful, almost fall-feeling nah, Wednesday easy. afternoon. Easy. Dylan Michaels behind the glass. The guy talking right now, without being introduced, is Josh Briscoe. At this point, I like to think this is like one of those situations where I know the door code to the home stretch, so I can come yeah. in whenever I feel like it. Just th- swing through, pal. That's what I try swing to in. do. I, if, I feel like if you walked into the, your proverbial home of the home stretch and I was just like grabbing a beer out of your fridge, your response would be, oh, Josh is here, not like, how did you get in here? No, uh, because I'd I used be. to. I, I, still have, I still have the key from whenever I lived in here, you know? Do you have friends where you just no. walk in their house? Well, yeah. I should have stopped at friend's. What was your question? You know, like when you talk to people and they have friends? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard right. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. Did you ever have anyone growing up where you just walk in their house unprompted, like just to check and see if they're home? Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever really did. Obviously, when, once I started having roommates and stuff, that phenomenon became accepted of just like you could walk into your house and and I enjoy it. Like, I think I enjoy this. Enjoyed this part of uh, being forced to have 74 roommates for <laughs> $9 a month or whatever we were paying in rent. But like there's something kind of nice about getting home and it not being an empty house anymore. Sure. Or maybe it is an empty house and you're actually you're loving it. Because you got the house to yourself for a little while, but I don't. I don't think I ever. Um, I, I had a couple of. I had a couple of friends growing up. I wasn't completely alone, but I don't think I ever had just like the full walk in and see what's up sort of vibe. I think I was still a knocker. Oh, all the time. I used to just go. Yeah, you th- still three. Do that. Ha- I, I still do, but now I just have a beer in the hand. I, you walk in like Sterling. What are you doing? And you do why do you have a beer in my in your hand in my own house? I'm like, well. Sorry. You do it here all the time. If Lebo and I were like in a room and I, I could be Oh, I swing in sobbing. all the time. I could be in tears talking to Lebo and you would roll in and just be like, what's up, bozos? Who needs a rock of piss? I need a rock of piss. And I then, never said bozos. I was trying to clean it up. Copernicus. I was trying to keep I was trying to clean it up. You're kind of the Danny Shelton of these hallways. <laughs> there. To, I just didn't wanna No, you're really not. You're not nowhere near the most profane person here, but I do think that your non-profanities are typically very on brand for you. Like that's why the phrase "rock of piss" has really wormed into my brain. Unfortunately, so you're welcome. No, I don't want it. If I had a receipt, I would return it. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know what your main sort of non-profane profanities really are. Yeah, your FCC compliant profanities. Sure. I don't know what word you just said there. You kind of mixed profanities. Have you with... never, have you never seen the "Watch Your Profanity" video? Yeah, I've seen that. I didn't oh, know he that's did a, that. That's what I was referencing. I thought you were doing the whole Joe Namath struggling. Um, yeah, since the start <laughs> of this show, I've been slurring my words because I was doing a bit. I'm not gonna lie. I do sometimes crack him open here on the show, though. Uh, yeah, I feel like people assume people would stop listening to this show if they found out you had gone like a month without without cracking open a little brewski. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you all of a sudden you you learn this is why expectations kill. As soon as people start expecting you to be having a little bush light up on the console, some time goes by, you you haven't you haven't imbibed and people start wondering, do I even know this Sterling Holmes fella anymore? So, the Airhead had a podcast. How would he pronounce the name of the eighth planet, you know? Is well, it's it not eighth? Pluto. Is it eighth? Got to be eighth cuz Pluto Pluto, Pluto was, was nine. And I think it might be back. Pluto, it could be is a big Pluto. It, Pluto could be a big. All right, Pluto hold on. Season. Next on first take, bottom third, lower graphic is Pluto back. <laughs> like the Stephen A. Smith first take, just going yes. across the screen. Texas not back. Pluto maybe could be. 
Potential. Pluto wouldn't lose to Kansas in football. Uh, two players who did not come back today before we talk more nonsense. McCole Hardman had a groin injury, kept him from being able to participate further in practice. Are you getting some real gnarly feedback? Yeah, I'm getting real gnarly feedback. Yeah, so this I don't, Dylan. I don't expect you to have. Here's the thing, man. the 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 boards, the board in there is older than all three of us, maybe combined. Could be. It's it, gone now because I could hear it. Too. It did also just stop. So if you here's here is a just a fun lesson of of getting just hit F eight. All I know how to do. Another fun just like lesson of of running the board here is that sometimes if you just, like, set papers down on the board, it will short out the headphones sure. in here. Yeah, it, like, it'll, it'll, like, knock the inner workings of the headphone knob or something. So, like, literally any contact, if if you are shuffling your feet during the winter and you touch the board, it will electrocute other buttons sometimes. Hi, Shane. Y- you know what's great? It'll it'll electrocute the other buttons and turn them on or off sometimes. Like, that's a real that's a real thing that really happens. We can get clear pictures of Mars. You can get your phone to work. Go to ESPN. Check it out. 35,000 feet in the sky. But you throw a piece of paper down on a board in here, you're getting crackling noises. I also would like to just apologize to Neptune, which I believe is actually um, yeah, the you eighth planet. Absolute buffoon. So I just that's that homeschooling for you guys. I wanted to know how you would pronounce Neptune. Cong- congratulations, homeschool. Thanks, man. That joke was so funny the first time. I'm glad you said it again. Did you fall off your dinosaur the first time you heard it? When I asked you how to pronounce the eighth planet, I don't rec- I don't recollect you saying you mean the seventh planet because the eighth planet is Neptune. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, I'm not a planet guy. Not a planet guy? Not a planet guy. You know who Are looks like a, a planet? space guy? Danny Shelton, baby. <laughs> Let's go. The chief signed a planet with his own gravitational pull. That feels like it should be cheating, but it's just a workaround until they put it in the rule book. Pluto. Out, Danny Shelton, in. <laughs> you know, I don't know if Pluto should be a planet, but I do think that if Danny Shelton and, and Tershawn Wharton have an, a nice embrace, they should get their own, at least their own zip code or something. By the way, <clears throat> Danny Shelton is not just large and sturdy. No. That dude is flexible as hell. Yeah. Like watching him do, and just watching a large man do stretches, which yes. is just obviously what you do on a Tuesday afternoon. It really is. It really is just literally part of our job. Yeah. Watching guys watch stretch. big men be flexible <laughs> is legitimately a huge part of this. But when he was doing the one-legged yep. for and I'm just sitting here going, I'm 5'10, 170. Yeah. I do yoga. Yeah. This guy try to do that is to that more depth. flexible his than I am. Balance. And this is his first time just getting off a plane. Yep. Just going, hey, I'm yeah. just gonna go ahead and just do this. I'm gonna go ahead and stretch out and go ahead. Does anybody have a car I could toss around to get warmed <laughs> up just to limber up a little bit? Uh, no, he's incredible, man. He somebody said he looks like Blastoise, and so <laughs> I somebody tweeted me today. I'll go retweet it again. Honestly, it's so good. Somebody tweeted me today a Photoshop of Danny Shelton's top half on the Blastoise bottom half. It's perfectly done. Uh, I Do you said think that, he dislikes this though? Well, no, I no no because because he said in his introductory press conference between all of the cursing, which I enjoyed very much. Like somebody asked what his playing weight was, and he said that he could do whatever the team needed. He could do, uh, I think he said he could do thirty, thirty five, forty, forty five, and somebody went. Uh, two, two. <laughs> he went. No, nah, man. I haven't been two. I haven't two forty five since middle school. Something along the lines <laughs> of his response. So no, man. He he knows how he is built, and he is built like the outermost Russian nesting doll. Like he, <laughs> it looks like if you if you could just open Danny Shelton up, <laughs> there might be like four other full football players in there, and then like the last one is Clyde edwards Lair, and you're like, hey, we got a whole team in here. <laughs> this is how we work around roster cutdowns. Um, no, here this is important to me. I, I hope people hear us talk about Danny Shelton in the right tone because I am coming at this, and I think you are as well, like sure. from the perspective of this man is a truly hard-to-comprehend athletic specimen. Vince Wilfork. It, and that is a, that's a comp that, that Jason made uh, on The Zone this week. I think it was on The Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember what. No, nope, it was. Uh, I was doing Times Ours. I think Nate. Maybe Nate made that comp. Somebody made that comp to me. It might have been Jason. I don't want to take away Jason's credit if he earned it. And if he didn't earn it, I'll take it back tomorrow. Uh, but but somebody made the Vince Wilfork comp, and I was like, oh yeah, that's about right. Like that is maybe the only other body like that that I have seen in recent memory in the NFL, which means the only time I've seen anybody like that ever. Because um, yeah, he's just he is he is strong and explosive and flexible and an entire tank, uh, and it and also. Hasn't been very good for several years and has bounced around and signed on this team sure. in August. Like, he's all that size, and the NFL has largely been like, we're just still not sure, man. Like, well, it's, it's incredible. I just, I, I am truly fascinated by him. I think he has a role, and this team, several the of them. Chiefs, he is a role. 
he will have a Statics back. position to fill on this roster. He's going to be the guy behind Derek Nottie, the run stuffer. Yep. We saw him take on a double like team that, that turned into a triple team. Like that wrestling meme, I think it's the Undertaker who's behind the smaller guy. Like, sure. ah, yeah, I mean, that is Danny Sh- If Danny Shelton's behind you, it is an eclipse. Just to me, though, it makes sense, and I think yeah. he's not in pin, but very dark penciled on this roster. If you're Colin Saunders, who actually showed out in the preseason game, you should be worried, but he Looks did good. his job. Taylor Stallworth, I'm assuming, is the guy you're like, I think I think those three guys that you just mentioned between Stallworth, Shelton, and Saunders, I think those three guys are competing for one or two positions. So I think two, as of now personally, because I don't have Kando and I don't have Malik Herring. I have an extra defensive tackle instead of instead of edge. Kando's gonna yeah, I I think you're I, I think I don't mind your judgments there, but I do think that positionally the, the flexibility would work more the other way around. See sure. how we seamlessly ended up in roster construction talk? We really we really did throw the needle of the Construction segment. of the roster going on in here. Construction <laughs> yeah. of the building going on out there. Deck. No, we're not at a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think that whenever you see, which also, again, this guy is perfect for, because he was, he was a couple guys over in the stretching video we're talking about. Mike Dana, oh, yeah. throughout the course of training camp, has been working inside a decent amount. You know, Chris Jones was working outside some last year. This isn't, uh, they're not moving. Uh, they're well, not, no one's not moving mov- Danny Shelton. Good point. They're not moving Mike Dana out of position or anything. But. What I think the did I say Danny Shelton? I meant Mike Dana. I got no. You said Mike Dana. I said Danny Shelton. Okay, sorry. I got distracted by a tweet because I just found out that they're now doing the program from the conference room. So that's that's just a thing that I learned on Twitter just now. Do you think anyone comes funny. by and cusses? Because that could be a real dangerous situation walking if I by walk the by. Room and yeah, I'm glad you a, told me yeah. because I could be the one that gets them in trouble. Yeah, that for sure. They're just they're just a lot of hot mics in a lot of places today, and so just you know. Everybody, everybody, just make sure you don't say a word that's not supposed to be on the radio. Because if you do, it, it's going to be hard to dump it. Because sure. just I don't know. We, we, it, Danny Shelton said so many naughty words during his press conference. Only like three, um, but it it really it really jammed up the gears for beers. Sure. It was all very funny. Anywho, Mike Dana working larger defensive ends to the interior for kind of a speedier pass rush package is not atypical. That That is something that guys have done in, in spag schemes forever. But I do think that a guy like Mike Dana is 85 or 90% of a defensive end but could do some stuff for you on the interior. Danny Shelton, Taylor Starworth, um, I, I, it's still true for Colin Saunders, despite the fact that he has a couple reps at linebacker. Those guys are 100% interior defensive linemen. You know sure. what I mean? Like, we're really yeah. in the margins on Derek that. Nottie as well. But, right, but Derek Nottie's not kicking out to the edge. I would love to see all four of their beefiest dudes on the front line for, like, a first down and 10. Or go- Oh, dude. Yeah. The goal line sets oh, dude. that this roster could have? You know how the Chiefs were getting just wrecked on the ground? It can't they happen ju- They again. just go, okay. Derek Naughty. Here's your front seven. Taylor Stallworth. How about this? How about your front seven run stopping, okay? Runs the goal line situation. It's third and goal from the one. This ball's staying on the ground, but it's going to have to go through. On the edges, Chris Jones and... Colin Saunders. We'll go with and Sa- make it Colin Saunders. Because he, he, he could play there. He's got the speed. Interior, uh, Derek Naughty, Danny Shelton. You've got, like... I mean, more than a thousand pounds of beef just in your defensive line, and then Nick Bolton, who just loves Nick Bolton wrecking dudes, Leo Chanel, <laughs> Willie Gay. They're all just they're just looking at one gap, and they are just ready to fire. And then you've got some safeties who aren't going to have to get their jerseys dirty. Do we solve football? I think we just solve football. It's just sign four sumo wrestlers and put them across the front line. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that a bunch of those guys make the team. I, I really genuinely would just love to see Danny Shelton play some regular season football for this team um, because he's truly unique, and I that is always sort of uh, intriguing to me. But I don't know... I, I don't know what the math is ultimately going to be because there are so many factors at that still. Before we move on, and I do want to talk at least touch on the injuries that happened today yeah, at, sure. at, at practice, do you think someone like Malik Herring makes this roster? Do you think someone like Joshua Kando makes this roster? We've not heard a ton from Kando. Yeah. Malik Herring, at least today had some really good reps, and people were talking about how he blew past Roderick Johnson. 
Uh, Colin Saunders, for example, had a very good preseason game. It wasn't just that chase down. It seemed like every single one of his snaps, he looked improved. Mm-hmm. As far as these, I don't want to say bottom guys, but as far bubble as the, guys. the bubble guys, yeah. who, who, who do you think right now makes it? Dunlap, Naughty, Jones, Clark, Karloftis, Wharton, Dana is seven. Yeah. You've got to get at least one more interior guy. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to give it to Danny Shelton right now. I guess I don't know. Now you're at 8. And so you are talking about Kendo, Herring, Saunders, Stallworth. I could see them going one more interior, one more edge guy there, but I think the interesting thing, and this is this was the right way to do it for my money. The interesting thing is that a lot of those guys who you might really care about having another shot at the roster. And look, man, if they cut Josh Kando and the team that drafted him pretty highly, not super high, but relative mid-round pick, if that team cuts bait on him after his second training camp, pretty good shot he's going to make that practice squad. Because I, I have to, yeah. maybe another team would say, hey, we liked him out of college, but whatever. Keeping in mind that practice squads are permanently larger now and permanently can include veterans now. Um, those are COVID rules that were permanently adopted formally this offseason. And so this roster is really going to be 68, I think. I think it's a 16-player practice squad. Sure. So there will be guys that can still sort of stay, stay flexible in that regard. But what the Chiefs have really done with signings like Dunlap and Shelton really being the the main two with those, the more recent additions— they're making sure they don't have to rely on Joshua Kando to be their fifth defensive end. Because now their fifth defensive end is, well, actually, five might be the wrong number because they still might need their fifth. But it doesn't have to be their fourth. Yeah. Mike Dana doesn't have to start because he's number three now. Or, or he doesn't have to be number three. He's now number four. Yeah. If there's an injury in front of him, their expectations on Karloftis can be lessened. So I think that they're doing that on purpose. I, I think that the additions of veterans to upgrade by a percentage is something they're doing very, very purposefully. Uh, so I, I think all of that is dictating that, like, if you're Malik Herring, he might end up on another roster. If he spent all the time he spent in Kansas City the last couple of years with the Panthers, he might be in their rotation. Sure. But the Chiefs are working to make sure they don't have anybody that they're playing because they have to play him, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, at, at least in my initial roster construction, I had nine D-line guys, and that's why I had one edge out. I gave you seven, and so there could have been two more, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably, I think that's probably right. I think it'll really be, it'll be very, very telling. Obviously, you don't need me to say this, but they could get, what they, they what they do with Josh Kando will be very telling about how they view his growth. Sure, is he not doing much because his his coaching sort of growth has not gotten where it needs to be, or are they going to cut bait because they said, hey, we we missed on you and Breland Speaks, and, sure. that's, and that's just all we've got for you. And it's possible to keep 10 if you went with, say, only three tight ends to start the season if Blake Bell injury is a concern, if you only go right. with three running backs instead of four. Seems, uh, it seems increasingly plausible. Yeah. How about the how about the cornerback position? I think this is I the most six. interesting development. I have, I have six corners and four safeties. I think I think four safeties are pretty much locked in. I think those I think those four are good. The cornerback group, I think, for me, is the most interesting development of this week, you know, since the of the last seven days or so. Cutting DeAndre Baker and then also cutting Lonnie Johnson in sort of that window of yeah. cut a veteran early so he has a chance to catch on somewhere Which else. Which he did with the Titans, from all accounts, I believe. Oh, is, Lonnie he, Johnson. is he signing with them or working out or do I, you know? I, I, th- I, I saw this. I saw something yesterday with Lonnie Johnson. I was actually on um, You're right. He did, he did do something. He did something I was on 810 so, right. last night, and I was like— I. I can't do two for one right here. Yeah, so I saw something with the Titans no, and Lonnie right. Johnson. You're right. That that's true. I, I actually had forgotten about that, but I also saw there was something Titans related because I thought, oh great, uh, Rudy's not going to just become a, a Titans fan. Uh, but <laughs> but that's the most interesting roster thing I think they've done in a while because they are telling you, former sixth round pick Rashad Fenton, former fourth round pick going into his third year, Legarius Sneed, and then a rookie and a rookie and a rookie are our top five starting corners, and we might bleep around and just leave Chris LeMond's out here because Dave Tobe wants him to. That's what the Chiefs are telling you uh, right I now. I think you mean DiCaprio Boodle. I would rather be DiCaprio Boodle, I think, because I, I just feel like there's... I, but here's I, if but maybe it's just those five, and Nazi Johnson has a little bit of flexibility inside-outside. Sure. Or it's somebody else who kind of takes that spot. I liked the guys that I just mentioned and Lonnie Johnson as my ideal group from from before, right before they cut him. Correct. Thank you. 
because I I think you'd like to say that that at least Jalen Watson can can play special teams even if Josh Williams is not playing as much because he might be on the field more defensively. But right now they could both play special teams and maybe you and they could still do this. Maybe you save yourself a number there. But what I think is fascinating is that they they took their two veterans who have done this at the NFL level before, who were depth pieces, real legit depth pieces. Yeah, maybe they're your fourth guy. Dudes who at least played professional NFL snaps and aren't coming from Fayetteville State, which is Joshua Williams. And I don't say that critically. I say that because I am impressed by it. Because I think the Chiefs must have been impressed by Williams, by Watson. And by the fact that they believe in a in a pretty bulletproof starting three right now in Fenton and Sneed and McDuffie. Correct. The the they feel they have behaved like an organization who is completely, completely comfortable with their cornerback group. And that is a crazy thing to be able to say four months ago when the NFL draft had not yet started. We thought we might have known who two of their top like <laughs> six were. And now we know and the roster's locked in. In 1981, the San Francisco 49ers in that draft drafted three of their four top picks were defensive backs, one being Ronnie Lott, Carlton Williamson, and Eric Wright. I am praying. My fingers are <laughs> The Chiefs just did that. that we yes. just did that because they went on to not only win that Super Bowl that year, but four to five after the fact with Bill Walsh and Siebert, or Seifert. And then the safety group that we're talking about, like you, you expand it to the rest of the defensive backs, and you've got Dave Merritt calling him the the Fab Five. Brian Cook is going to be able to step in as a special teams menace yeah. and an incoming role player because Justin Reed, you feel great about Juan Thornhill, you feel great about Dion Bush is a professional NFL safety. Like, I how the, cool the was defensive it, by the backfield way, is pretty neat. Justin Reed getting after it in the preseason game, got that kick, man, he and you and it. you're just sitting here going. As great as Tyron Matthew was, and I'm not taking anything away from him necessarily, but you're seeing him get after it. Dylan can turn off my mic right now if he wants. In a preseason game, well, you, you nervous about saying business decisions? Whoa, I didn't say that. You said that. No, I said it. I'm I'm projecting from you. I'm just Briscoe said that. Look at my phone. And somehow you have a tweet. See what time <laughs> it is. Yeah, anything going on? Right Touching now? players at the end of a play to get a tackle or a half a tackle on the film. No, I, I, I'm just excited. This this secondary is youthful. It's we're gonna get to see it's hard Washington hitting. again tomorrow, where it all began for me. Taylor Heineke back out there. You think Justin Reed's gonna wrap him up? Tweet me about how his thumb is broken. You know the Chiefs never disclosed that. I also think it's a good sign if you have that much faith Huge. in the youth. Yeah. That means you think they are at least a minuscule amount close enough to being Lonnie Johnson that it makes sense for you to release him. Not only that, now Spags does not have the excuse of playing the quote-unquote veteran. And maybe that had something to do with it, maybe not. But I remember uh, going into this after the draft, Spags goes, it's great having all these young guys. Realistically, you wouldn't want them all at once. (laughs) (laughs) And then Brett Beach basically goes, all right. Hold, you want a vet? You want a veteran? Hold my beer that I got out of Sterling's fridge. Yeah, hold, hold my Bush Light. But I've had Montucky now. Montucky's pretty good too. Kind of tastes like Bush Light. Um, speaking of that, whenever you drink unsweet tea on an empty stomach, does it ever give you a little tummy ache? Do you have a tummy ache? Yeah, I keep doing it too because we've got we've got all this great unsweet tea in the fridge and. Now with the zone, I, I kind of I come in with a full cup of coffee and then I drink that and then I go fill it up about halfway. Do you put coffee in that thing? Oh yeah, baby. Oh, horrible idea. Why? Is it metal? Yeah. Then you get the metallic coffee taste. That's a bit of a problem. Mm. Grow up. I just I'm I'm pretty picky about my coffee. I haven't really had that issue. I'm very picky about my coffee. Can't do in a. You put you put Folgers in a neti pot and just pour that in through your nostrils, man. Sometimes I've seen you, I've seen you drink some swill. Yeah, I I just. I snort black coffee sometimes. It is what it is. Holy bleep. How about this? Tea, like wine, contains tannin, and consuming it, especially on an empty stomach, can lead you to feel nauseated. Um, I Are you going to yak? I No, I, I stopped drinking it. But if I kept drinking it, I wonder if I would, because if I, I don't drink red wine anymore at all. The Science first, like, experiment, baby. The we first, give, give me that trash can. Briscoe. The first, like, three times that I drank more than one glass of red wine, I either got violently ill or very unhappy <laughs> internally about it. Sure. And so I've maybe maybe I'm just real maybe I'm real sensitive to tannin. Briscoe. Joshua sensitive tummy Briscoe. That's me. Man. 
I expected better from you. So this is going to throw off the acid levels yeah. as well. When yeah. you drink tea on an empty stomach, the body will produce more stomach acid as a result. Time out. Hear me out. Not even really kidding that much here. Sure. Frank Clark gave up alcohol. Yeah. Frank Clark had stomach issues. Yeah. Should we find out if he was drinking red wine? Because if so, could be a problem. Maybe this will fix itself. I, I, I'm I'm projecting here, hoping for the best. I think. Do you think that was an uh, asinine thought? Because it feels kind of asinine, but it feels like a two percent chance of actually being correct. I think you specifically said he stopped drinking liquor, um, which is something that I'm not willing to do. So that's just you know I guess we're built different. You know what tastes good? A commercial Hennes- break. Oh. Oh no, I thought it was gonna be. I thought you were gonna throw it a break. No, I was gonna say Hennessy Sprite and lemon taste like sweet tea. Just hit me with that one more time. Hennessy Sprite lemon tastes like sweet tea. It's called I, KCT. I can't honestly. I cannot tell if you are giving me a good recipe I'm get- or if you're singing a country song. Uh, actually, it's Tech Nine saying a song oh, really? called KCT. And I go, I like Kansas City. I like Hennessy Sprite and Lemon. Yeah. Let's try it. Sounds and I great. go, oh, wow. Okay. So no more unsweetened tea on empty stomach for me. But if you see me walking around drinking out of this cup, you're going to know what's in it. Pretty good. Are you playing this out just for like a normal? Is this why? I don't understand. I don't know if I like this from Dylan. The I like, like it. I, to- like I told him I'm into it. To break every time? Yeah, I'm into it. I told Dylan I'm into it. That's fine. And if this is a home stretch thing, I love. I love. I want oh, the home Br- stretch Briscoe to have a vibe. Oh, wants his own show, huh? Sorry, sorry, no, Dylan. No, 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 Dylan no. and I are vibing no, over no, here. No, no, no. And Briscoe's no, a but curmudgeon. He, but D- Dylan did it when we were on remote during the red carpet show on Thursday for I the hundred year thing. All of a sudden, and I like it just it. threw me off. I just wasn't. I wasn't expecting it. So Josh kind of goes, "All right, we're gonna take a break." And then someone walked up to talk to him, and I'm playing uh, Margaritaville. <laughs> like, real well. yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, I get a text from Josh. Is there music on? I was, like, I was confused. Ugh. You had like three minutes. Margaritaville goes on a while, man. Oh, but, yeah. But th- this being something that happens on the home stretch, I love. I'm totally good with it. Um, but but generally, the reason that you play it you know, at the end of an hour is to bump you out so you can time out your final breaks. As a stylistic choice, though, at the end of hours, I've always liked it. The end of like every segment, you get the feeling that Sterling needs to start wrapping up. You hit that button. Yeah. We might start using that on the zone. Because I'm pretty long-winded. Yeah, you oh, are. And, yeah, I know what you're saying when now. I, Beards will tell Jason <laughs> to take a break like four times a segment. And so if instead he just hit like a minute music bed, Jason always gets out on the mu- minute-long music bed. So Yeah, We're and golden. I try and pick something like this. Low. Yeah. Not, a, not very high volume. Next one. Raining blood by raining blood by Slayer. I love it. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Take a quick break. Come back. More Chiefs with Josh Briscoe. Home stretch here. ESPN Kansas City. Vibing out. Welcome back to the home stretch here, ESPN Kansas City, 1510 AM 94.5 FM, 1510.com and Facebook Live. Josh Briscoe, Dylan Hello. Michaels, I am Sterling Holmes. Is this number three by this guy? Different guy? Same one from last night. I just okay. Little, little loud, Dylan. Dylan's been rocking with these. What is this? It's a little loud. I would just pop that down to Spanish. I just pop that. Dylan, what I'd do is I'd put on those headphones of yours. I'd hear that real. I'd hear it real nice, deep in your eardrums. That's what I would do. He's been playing this Spanish intro music back, and I said, name a second song by him. So last (laughs) night on 810, he threw a second one back at me. I'm like, because I was laughing. I go, everyone always says they listen to all genres of music. When you ask someone, what do they say every time? Oh, I listen to a little bit of everything. Yeah, I'm a a little bit of a listener. I say what I don't listen to typically or generally. So I thought I listen to everything. Yeah, I'll listen to some some Mozart, some Bach. I'll listen to classic rock, country rap. I'll listen to everything. Sure. I have not listened to Spanish. What would you call that? What's the genre? Waltzes. Jose Alfredo Jimenez. That's good. So I was almost. Is it still Sounds a waltz like a... if it's in two three? But it's Renee not would know a this. traditional. Renee knows about waltz. Renee knows about dance beats and everything. I really don't, so I'm not sure. I don't have an answer for you on this one. I apologize. Before we go back to Chiefs talk, we were cracking up in the break Give because we were talking. You actually should call fia- uh, fiance Renee. I think she's busy. We were talking about mustaches and facial hair, and since Dylan yeah. also has a, an, a nice goatee, frankly, his is the most 
Look at his. By far the most groomed. It's most groomed. By far. It's yeah. looking crispy today, man. Yeah, it's it looking good. crispy. Make, Fresh shave. The goatee's not just for youth pastors anymore. Like, Dylan is really bringing it back. It's Rudy. He's he's really trying to become Rudy. I still think Rudy, Rudy had a lot more of, he had like, this, the, though. the little, like, yeah. chin strap. Yeah, oh, Rudy say, had, like, a chin, chin strap with the goatee. See, Dylan's is nice. Dylan's is top tier. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. So first of all, I thought I was going to do this about a week ago, and then I thought, I cannot have a mustache Okay, Bobby Shmurda. Anytime you say about a week ago, what do you think of? I think all good just a week ago, crew at my house, and we party every weekend. So on the radio, that's my favorite song. I've never gotten that particular, like a week ago, stuck in my head because every single time someone says the phrase a week ago I start playing 3005 I automatically throw the hat straight up in the air that never comes down and does the little breakdown go ahead and do it for the I can't now I don't have I'm not wearing a hat okay um I was thinking I would do I wanted to get I wanted to just shave my beard and pretty much lose it but I'm gonna keep the mustache and rock the mustache for a little bit yes but then the 100-year celebration just around the corner, and I was like, I cannot be here meeting people, hosting things, potentially being on stage, potentially less than I was planning for, et cetera, et cetera. Make, for more on that, check out Mick Schaefer's Shot Clock Review in today's edition of The Zone. <laughs> I can't do it for that, so I'll wait until after that. And, okay, fine. I'll do it after the current game, the media game. Well, I thought that was last Friday. It's this upcoming Friday. Oh, yeah. So now I'm like, Wait, I'm you're gonna, playing soccer? I am, baby. Uh, whole whole wow. zone's in. Um, oh, we're gonna sick invite media game. I look. I didn't plan it. If you wanna, if you wanna pick a fight, go ahead and pick a fight with Danny Welniak, the best person I've ever met. I would honestly get my ass kicked. Yeah, dude. You said pick a fight. Yeah, there's. If she wanted to fight you, she would kill you. Anyone and, over the age she's of the kindest person I've ever known. Anyone over the age of seven probably got my number. Probably gonna, probably gonna beat me. Um. So anyway. I was thinking I would do it after the media game, and the, but that's this Friday, and so I'm going to, you know, pictures and stuff. I don't know that I want to commit to the mustache that hard, you know? So I think I'm going to go mustache over the weekend and kind of see what happens. But my my new theory here is that so much of the, of the mustache is wardrobe dependent that it becomes a seasonal thing also. And I might just wait until the fall because here's the thing. Envision the exact same human being with a mustache. It can even just make it me, okay? Dude, me you wear shorts. You wear George. Mustaches no, and you go this. to go. You look like a. No, think Florida, about. You know, you said, Dylan, there's headlines that say Florida man in trouble for something. No, I, but that's but Briscoe proving, mustache with George. You're proving my point, though. The wardrobe is really important. Because if it's Hawaiian shirt and jorts, you know, Hawaiian shirt unbuttoned a couple down, I'm like, I'm like if Hopper from Stranger Things had a cocaine problem, is what I look like. In the fall, if I'm wearing a flannel and a denim jacket, all of a sudden I'm like, man, have you heard this new like Lost Mumford and Sons album that just came out? It, they made it in 2004, but I just now found it, and it just now, you know, that that's right. It's very hipster. I feel like I might have a banjo in the back of my car. Um, if I'm just mustache in a hoodie, that's just a guy who's just doing his own thing. <laughs> that guy doesn't care. Is that not true? Mustache and a hoodie is a combination where you go. I don't know if this guy. Let me. I, I'm thinking about my hoodies that I have, and it's they're all kind of like streetwear adjacent. No, largely. I know what hoodies you have. So for me, I'm thinking mustache in a in a a hoodie that I would like. I'm looking at that and going, that's a look that I could pull off. That's uh-huh. a look I could party down sure. with right there. Um, I say try it. I will. I'm going to. I, absolutely. And my hat is in the goatee ring because you got it too. You can do that as well if you. Yeah. Try. So I, that's, I like it. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I go goatee first. Take a picture, because what I do yeah, with Briscoe, I'll, I'll text you guys. Because if you go goatee yeah. first, you can obviously just. I don't like it. I will. I will do that. I, I promise you both that I will. I will loop you in on the shaving process when that happens. Against Briscoe, episode brought to you by Manscaped. Will what? Against your will, typically I send him Snapchat videos of different yeah. facial hairs. I will go through yeah. during a shaving process. Uh, one time I did put James Blunt. Uh, what was the song by James Blunt? The is it sad not one. You're beautiful because that's the only one that that's the only. Goodbye, James my Blunt. lover. Goodbye, my is friend. That a James Blunt song. Yeah, also? remember that one? Sure. I did that when I was shaving the thick stash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was doing James. I want to see like Dylan with a mustache soul patch combo and really pull off the Colonel Sanders look. <sighs> I I don't know what I want. This is There's also not enough salt for that. Well, you got to dye it. You got to get a little, little blonde. You one day, it, hey, a little one bit. day, I will do that because there will be enough salt in there to to make that work. 
in the hair and the facial hair. So the eleven yeah. herbs and spices. Yeah, yeah. He, yep. The twelfth, the twelfth one's just a little piece of mustache hair. But don't talk about that one. <laughs> I I feel like you would probably grow a really good full beard, and so I. I don't I'm not trying to like immediately knock you out of like your kind of trademark facial hair right now. I just want to I do want to see you get creative with it cuz I feel like you've got some good follicles to work with. Yeah. So, but we're not all necessarily blessed with that sort of that this sort guy? of thickness. So no chance. See, see over here in the sides? Uh, not happening. Yeah. Someone someone no, I'm not going to go there for. Her. That's too much too much. We're on radio, not a podcast and I can't actually Just give me give me a hint. No. It's a little hint. No, no. Hold, yeah. hold, on, hold on. Dylan, hold on. Everybody, time out. Tweet, time out. Dylan's up next. Dylan has something. Dylan, you hold it. Sterling, you're up now. Give me a little indicator of, of what you were just going to not tell the story of. It looks like, and you said sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah, 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 yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, okay, got it. You, the, what, whenever you grow out the beard a little bit. Yeah. You can, you can say that it's pubic in nature. That's fine. Stashed good. Soul patch, fine. Yeah, sure. Sides, uh-uh. Not ideal. Can't grow them. Little, little, uh, insufficient for it to be on your face. Yeah. Okay. Mine's Dylan. a quick thing. It's literally that no, take my all, sister take has an engagement party Saturday, so I have to kind of do a little bit of a beard by the time that that happens, so you'll get to see. Okay, so beard. tell me what the logic is done, on that. So like, what's, your, what's, what's party, Dylan? What, no. <laughs> what's the whole... Run me through your your it's your look, Rolodex. Look as nice as possible while you meet the other half of your future family for the first time, kind of deal. Idea for you. But, I, but what what is your what is your dressed up look and what is your like rugged? So like dressed up would be slick back the hair, Got full to. beard, line up at the chin. Okay, so the goatee's a little party for yeah. you. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Oh, all right. I, I say just soul patch. Let him know that you're here. <laughs> Let him know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. I I'm can't, here. Can't do it. Or. Get real weird with it. Leave just the this bottom. This is exactly what I was. Oh, yeah. the, the Eric my, Gagne. Yes. The Eric Gagne. I, I would have called it the Steven Strasberg. Did that there we go. Yeah. Before this, did that before this. Yep. And it. No. no Whoever no. thought that was a good look? Baseball players still do it. Oh, yeah, they, they do. do. It, but I think they're the, the only people that still people do it. Still do the chin strap, and that's a terrible. If look. you okay. can, right. so most people in oh, high no. school. Oh no, Josh. No, 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 no. No, I. If you right now are listening to this show with like the, like a skinny chin strap, and also frankly, I think the Abe Lincoln kind of look, where like the only thing you shave is like the mustache area. Yeah, it's kind of cool. No, listen, no, it's kind of cool, honey. Listen, I don't want to make people self conscious about the way they look or your beard styling or whatever. But power through, you're gonna. But it's time to let the chin strap thing go. Yeah, if it doesn't come above the chin line, it's not a beard. So that you can't do that. Baseball players in high Shaving school just the mustache, have the chin you might strap. Might be able to argue, but you can't do the chin strap. And I don't think you can have just the the, the halved tennis ball shoved onto your chin. <laughs> I just don't think, unless you can throw, unless you can throw 102 miles an hour. The orange yeah, it, skin, yeah, and the lemon skin. On, <laughs> yeah. yeah, unless yeah. you're getting the Rolades Man of the Year reliever award, you're not. You don't deserve the Eric Gagne look. Yeah, there's some facial hairs that you can have when you're a professional athlete or a famous person that you Absolutely. Know, us muggles can't usually yes. have. What um, what did so, K-Rod have? I'm starting to feel like K-Rod may have had a little bit of that well, going on, too. The best all time was what's-his-name from San Francisco who dyed it black. Um, oh, Brian Wilson. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He oh. used to do all kinds of things. He was like the living embodiment of Wild Thing. Yes, that that's a great that is a great pull. Boy, I haven't mm. thought about that in a minute. Brian Wilson played up until not that long ago, which is incredible considering that this was his second career. Pretty what good, was Beach his first Boys. Oh, Beach gotcha. Boys. Nice, nice, nice. So Chris Jones injury update: He had a sore back, was removed from practice after just a few minutes. It doesn't sound like anything extremely serious. McCall Hardman uh, groin injury kept him from be from being able to participate any further. He walked off under the field I'm under his sorry own. That I'm laughing. The Brian Wilson pictures are killing me, dude. It's incredible. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He looks. He, his rookie year to now. I see you're looking at. Yeah. Those are the best. He looks. He looks like. He looks like he's, his Halloween costume was Genghis Khan. He that, that is the beard of a conqueror. I'm yeah. sorry. Let's talk about Chris Jones and Michael Hartman. I was gonna say the injuries don't sound as worrisome as the initial reports were led to believe. When you see the national media saying carted off. Your yeah. first thought is they're laying on the back of the of the golf cart, getting airlifted almost off the field. Yeah, it sounded like both of them front of the golf cart, 
not anything major. That's what I took away from this. I don't know about you, Briscoe. It's very similar. Um, the, 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 the thing about the cart, and this is just some like required reading that you probably wouldn't get if you've never been to camp. But so if you, if you haven't, the, the chiefs from like their facilities to the practice field walk down a pretty big hill. It's, it's steep ish. And it goes for long enough that especially after press conferences, whenever a coach or a player is leaving a presser with the media and they got to get somewhere, they will hop on a cart They'll get in the front of the cart, and they'll get driven up to wherever they need to go for their meeting or whatever because they're trying to make up time. People ride carts around there all the time. We, we Media gets shuttled in from a cart, you know? Um, so that's not intrinsically a horrible thing whenever you're just a passenger in the, in the cart. McCole Hardman did not have an egg, a leg amputated on the field. Um, it's how Andy Reid said on, on Sirius XM that he's going to get an MRI, but they feel pretty good about it. Don't expect to see any of the guys who we've mentioned to be playing on Saturday. Frankly, I don't need to see them until September 9th. You know, give them a nice two days to warm up and get there. But you can, if McCole Hartman wanted to catch a flight to Glendale tomorrow, I would be fine with it. Um, not, they would, he would probably should be there for meetings and practice and stuff, so that's an exaggeration. Uh, but yeah, and that, that's the thing when you say cart it off, usually you think, Somebody who went down, the cart came onto the field, and they put him on the cart and then drove off. Hardman walked to the injury tent, walked to Mahomes and Reed, then walked to the cart and got on the cart. Um, Chris Jones, we don't have as much of like a play-by-play. He left early. Back is always a terrifying thing to hear about guys who play in the trenches. Anywhere in football, you don't want back issues. I think I think the, uh, the word from the Chiefs was back tightness, perhaps. Um, not 100% sure about oh, so that. Oh, so me every day. Right. That That's the thing. is, If, if this is, hey, Chris Jones is 29, 28? How old is Chris Jones? I don't think he's 30 yet, right? Um, but you say, hey, Chris Jones is in his late, late 20s and has been playing football professionally for a while. 28. He had his back get a little tight. Cool. No problem at all. If by week one he's still limited in practice, or if he later in the season has a back issue act don't up, you we will dare remember say day-to-day. Day. Right, no. <laughs> he, just don't say that anyone's ever literally day-to-day, day because at that point... You're uh, out for two years. It's you, you might as well be on death's door. Also, at least here in Kansas City with Mitchell Schwartz seeing the back injury... Absolutely. It's a little more concerning. Yes, a, a back injury essentially ended Mitchell Schwartz's career at least a couple years, I imagine, before he intended for it to end. Um, and also... Chris Jones could be a full participant tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a short early practice, so that is what sure. it is. But but Chris Jones could be essentially ready to go if there was a real game on Saturday. Or we've seen back injuries be very serious. I feel like if this was a very serious one, we would have heard more about it by now, though. And also, it could Knock just be wood. something like Clyde Edwards-Alaire early this uh, training camp where he was didn't miss a single practice, was put on the pup list, and he was himself confused because he goes, I didn't miss a practice. I thought I was fine. And then he got cleared and was practicing the next day. So with Chris Jones, I'm not going to panic until I have a reason to panic. It would be him leaving after like 10 minutes and never even coming back like for individual stuff or anything has me at like a four out of 10, three and a half or four. I think is probably where I'm at. It's something worth noting, especially if, if Chris Jones back, is a thing that we have to acknowledge in a few weeks. Demarcus Robinson was released by the Raiders. Felt like pretty early to cut someone of his caliber. I'm not saying Demarcus Robinson is some bona fide wide receiver, but he's also a professional NFL wide receiver who's played multiple seasons on a Super Bowl winning team, been a contributor on a multiple-time playoff team. I was surprised because the Raiders felt like they hyped him up all offseason. And then we see him cut in the 85-man roster cutdowns. Yeah. Were you surprised? A little bit. Um, not necessarily about them, him being one of the first five for the Raiders, because I do think that, again, with Lonnie Johnson, DeAndre Baker, whatever, teams bring in a veteran who has no opportunity to show any new film or put anything out there. It seems like teams generally will say, hey, we already know you're not making the team. We're going to cut you now. Hopefully you have a chance to go catch on with the Bears or whatever. And that's, that might have just been the plan with, with Robinson. But they still would have said the sentence out loud, hey, we know we are not going to have you on our 53, which implies that it maybe wasn't even all that close. Receivers get injured. I don't, we just talked about one of them in Kansas City. Receivers get hurt. 
making making that call on August 17th is a bit of a strange one. And you say somebody of Demarcus Robinson's caliber, and what that did for me was it was another reminder that maybe we were always a little bit wrong about Demarcus Robinson's caliber. He's also a little older now, but I, I think that he was like, he was a necessary part of an incredible offense, and he was a bit player in an incredible offense, and he he got to Vegas with two with two really good receivers and Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro and then a few other yeah. guys behind him. And he didn't stand out, apparently. And so I was I was a little bit surprised just based off of how they acquired him. Yeah, and for me, what he brings to the table, while obviously not a necessarily game changer, he's a guy you can count on. I think he got a bad rap here in Kansas City because the plays that stuck out and that we remember were him catching the ball and running backwards. Yep. As frustrating as that was, he did do a lot of the little things that uh, Tyreek Hill or a Devontae Adams, one of those elite receivers, typically aren't asked to do. Great blocker, solid route runner. I think Mahomes trusted him. Obviously, the front office and the coaching staff trusted him. Two plays in overtime directly were targeting Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. There, there's a reason. I'm, I'm not saying it was right or wrong. It was wrong. But it's because they trusted him. They thought this veteran could get it done in these moments. And so that's why I'm surprised. And I want to say this. Maybe the Raiders were like, hey, give us a little something on Kansas City. Uh, right. on Kansas City. And Demarcus Robinson's like, no. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, part of that like veteran you can rely on sort of thing changes with a new team. He's not a veteran in the Raiders offense, you know. He he was a he was a reliable part of what the Chiefs wanted to do. And so that that there I, I, look I I think that's why he re-signed on a one-year deal with the Chiefs last offseason and why he probably would have again this year if it was on the table. Yeah. I'm guessing it wasn't. Uh, because having to catch on in a new team and be the new guy is a, a tough thing for a veteran to do. And on the way out, Josh, were they like, hey, do you by chance have that binder from last year? That <laughs> you? That's right. Say, did you, you need those red iPads? Do you have any of those? Don't worry about clearing up. We, we'll factory reset them. That's, don't worry about it, man. He actually did have it, but whenever they reached out their hand to take it from him, he actually ran the other way. We'll take a quick break, come back, play this or that on the other side. Home stretch here, ESPN, Kansas City. Welcome back to the home stretch here, ESPN Kansas City Time. Whose choice is it? Pretty good. The fact you even remember the intro is top tier. Been here a while. Uh, does Leo Chanel play the third most snaps at linebacker nope. this season? Who do you have? Not Leo Chanel. Uh, probably Elijah Lee. Yeah. But not Leo Chanel. What do you think, Dylan? He's going to be a role player, special teamer, growth project. Yeah, I think so too. What was the question? Leo Chanel, how many? The third most snaps at linebacker this season. I'll go fourth most, so no. Does Ronald Jones make the roster? No. Do you think they keep three running backs then? I do. Wow. Yeah, that's different from a week or so ago, but but usage and, and production. Squad. Yeah, I, uh, I Derek Gore could definitely get to the practice squad. I wonder if somebody else would try to get Jones. But yeah, that's that's a place where I've I've moved. I've moved down from four to three, mm. plus Michael Burton. So four to five, really. Rum runners. Or Pina Colada. Big rum runner guy. The Bermuda Triangle at uh, Jazz is the best drink ever. Maybe? Can you give us a Jazz Louisiana Kitchen impersonation, please? Um, no, because there's another show going on. Actually, they're not over there, so probably. I don't know. What do you I don't know what I need to say. Laissez le bon temps rouler. With a good times roll. Jazz. Dylan, can you get one? Can you give us a jazz? A jazz what? Impersonation. Entree? No, you got to go the laissez le bon temps roulé. Seems like we didn't have a whole lot of time to do this bit. I'm glad we're doing it. Mm, Well, I think it's kind of fun. Is Wiley still leading for you at right tackle? By a mile. Should Dylan shave everything except for the mustache and soul patch to look like Colonel Sanders? What do you mean by everything? (laughs) Face. Uh, Yes. 
Scale. We gotta start dealing with the long music bed is for this also because now this show has more music under it than it did before, but not in this segment. He see Beards did not put it in the this folder. He put it in the that folder. That's fine. I, I believe that Dylan can get that figured out. He's gonna tell him where it is. I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is either. Beard, oh, Beards Beards Beards, 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 Beards kind of hit it. So right. he well he literally just left. So. It's more of a Beards uh, situation. We're on next week. Uh, scale of one to ten. How bought in are you to Singer's turnaround? Um. Seven and a half. Not the mass singer. I'm talking Brady Singer. Six. <laughs> no, seven, seven or seven and a half. I'll, I'll give you a seven. I'm in at nine. Would wow. you re- Would you rather do ten push-ups or twenty sit-ups? Um, ten push-ups, but it that, they're all easy, baby. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, in ten carries you know, in an NFL contest? game. How many yards could you get? Negative a million. Negative infinite. I mean, no, no, realistically, in 10 yeah, carries, yeah. you're it, not It would be get, negative. It would be negative. No, it would be negative, but not negative infinity. Come on, give it me would, a number. It would be as negative as the offensive line would allow. Um, so if, if forward progress gets stopped, I guess the most I could lose on each carry would be three or four yards, probably. If I could just get to the ball before Aaron Donald does, which is not a guarantee, I would die. And I would have negative, whatever, 40 yards. <sighs> Dylan, what do you got? How many yards? 10 carries. I'm gonna go minus eight. Oh, I'm getting like minus forty-seven. Yeah, you're My, minus four point seven yards. I'm gonna per see carry. if I can score a safety. <laughs> Would you rather never eat cheese again or never drink beer again? Beer. I'd rather never drink beer. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it's true. I eat. A, I dude, I eat so much cheese. I do too. I get blocks of cheese I and I just cut it because up. of how much cheese. I just I cut. Eat. I just cut off blocks and just crush them. I ate a lot of cheese. Rather try and block Danny Shelton or try and run past Nick Bolton. Um. I would rather try to block Danny Shelton um, because the momentum. <laughs> How much would someone have to pay you to try and shave one eyebrow? Uh, one eyebrow. Not try. try and shave? Actually I bet shave. I could do you it. You get one eyebrow. Uh, How much? Grand. I think we can come up with it here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the home stretch here, ESPN Kansas City. That was Josh Briscoe. That was Dylan Michaels. I am Sterling Holmes. We'll be back tomorrow, live in the studio from 3 to 4 p.m. We are out. ESPN Kansas City is KCTE Independence and K233DM Raytown, 1510 AM, 94.5 FM. Hi, this is Jim at Smoke and Fire, and it's done. We have finished moving. It's time for our grand reopening sale. Smoke and Fire has a beautiful new store conveniently located in Rosanna Square at 119th and Metcalf in Overland Park. So come see us and enjoy the new Smoke and Fire. And as always, think family, think friends, think Smoke and Fire. What does your smile say about you? Are you happy, confident, friendly? Getting and keeping that smile takes work proper brushing and flossing daily, and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy